right. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Workday Innovators Dojo, aka the WID podcast. I'm your host, Peter Shepard. I've been active in the Workday ecosystem since 2014 as a certified implementer, an independent consultant, and a Workday customer. I'm here talking to the experts in the field to share their insights with you on all things Workday. We have a very special episode today where we're going to talk about two concepts that seem to be inescapable in today's technology environment automation, and machine learning. We're joined by Blake Baldwin, partner at Solution Architects Group, to talk us through the latest on these two concepts. Blake, thanks for joining us. Do you mind giving us a, a little intro on yourself? Yeah, thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. It's great to be on the show. And thank you, everyone, taking the time to listen in. My name is Blake Baldwin. I'm a partner, senior architect, and practice lead over automation services at Solution Architects Group. I'll give you a little background on me. Started my tech journey a little over a decade ago in the benefits administration space and found my way into the work ecosystem in 2019. Uh, since then, I picked up certifications in HCM, benefits, people experience, and I was fortunate enough to work directly with Peter after picking up my integration certification. Um, my firm, Solution Architects Group, was founded on the idea that technology consulting could and should look different. We're 100% consultant-owned, and our folks have, on average, six years of architect-level workday experience. I am extremely fortunate to be surrounded by such a bright group of colleagues who keep me on my toes. Great. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so I guess let's start at just a really high level. Uh, what do we mean when we talk about automation and machine learning in Workday? Yeah, definitely. So I actually came across IBM's definition of automation the other day, and I really liked it. Automation is the use of technology to perform tasks where human input is minimized. And I'm going to steal another IBM definition for machine learning. Machine learning is a branch of artificial intelligence and computer science, which focuses on the use of data and algorithms to imitate the way humans learn, gradually improving accuracy. And you can see these applications all across Workday. Uh, how so? Yeah, so from things like automatic approvals and state changes within business processes to journal insights, skills cloud, people experience, automation and machine learning are being leveraged to increase efficiency and give people time back to focus on strategic activities. I mean, even something as simple as Workday's ability to find the right object when you slightly misspell the word in the search bar is an example of AI making your life a little bit easier. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I never really thought about those things as being automation, but, but I see what you mean. Um, so I, you know, I think our, our listeners are probably fairly familiar with those components. Yeah. When you really take a step back and look at it, we've been surrounded by these technologies for a good portion of our lives. The ability to operate on the cloud and tap into nearly unlimited memory is the catalyst for all the exciting advancements that we've seen in the past couple of years. Now, I think what your listeners may be interested in is how to leverage additional automation tools to augment what's possible within Workday. Yeah, no, absolutely. Can, can you shed some light on that? Yeah, well, through our partnership with Functionize, our automation services team can automate nearly any set of tasks or repeatable tasks within Workday. And I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say you're a benefits administrator responsible for setting up open enrollment. Now, if you have a simple benefits setup, good for you. But if you're like the clients that I've worked with, you've got your work cut out for you. So rather than storing your OE configuration process on a local spreadsheet, or worse, hoping that your folks remember what steps they took last year, we can train our platform to configure OE and test your workflows. And that means your setup for next year is as simple as providing any new inputs and clicking a button. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I could see that being a, a major time savings. Uh, are there any other common use cases that you've seen? Sure. Uh, we have a cl current client who goes through nearly a dozen acquisitions annually. And with everyone, there's a laundry list of configuration tasks required to incorporate the new entity into the tenant. So we're currently working with them to automate as much of that process as possible, which will really drastically reduce the time and cost of weaving each acquisition into their workday environment. Gotcha. So I, I guess if I'm hearing you, so the, the tool is is really able to navigate Workday and act more or less as an end user. Is that right? Yeah. So I would actually say a better statement would be the platform navigates Workday exactly like an end user. And Functionize's platform gives you the ability to record and adjust processes at the speed of browsing. So what that means for you is without knowing how to code or having experience with Selenium-based automation tools, you can train the platform by simply showing it what you would like it to do, exactly how you'd like it to do it. And from there, you have the ability to execute that same process with iterative variables to account for nuances at scale without any risk of manual error. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I see what you're, you're getting at. Um, you know, and I guess from my standpoint, so something like open enrollment can be, you know, highly complex, like you said, depending on the organization. Are there any other use cases you'd suggest if I'm looking to get started with automation, but maybe I'm not ready for something quite that involved? Yeah, absolutely. So at its core, the Functionized platform was built to automate testing. So from a Workday perspective, that can be scenario testing for configuration changes, release regression testing, user experience testing, and security validation. Okay. So, you know, pretty, pretty broad. Can you give any tips where I might start if I wanted to automating, automate some of those tasks? Yeah. Well, um, assuming you aren't dealing with a dozen acquisitions a year, I think regression testing around workday releases is going to be a great place to start. And in theory, every workday client out there has dedicated time and resources to develop test scenarios and execute them manually during each workday release preview window. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, that in theory, um, I, I would say in my experience, really, even the most rigorous organizations out there, they they have to prioritize in some way what they actually review during each release. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the questions you have to ask yourself is, have you ever stopped to consider the cost of execution and maintenance of those test cycles? You know, are you pulling valuable resources away from strategic activities to test? And if you do have dedicated testers, do they have the workday expertise to execute the scenarios as you've intended? And most importantly, do you have the bandwidth to ensure you're actually getting appropriate test coverage for all your mission critical functions? Yeah, and I would say for for most organizations, the answer to that is no, really across the board. Right, and you know, wouldn't it be a better investment of time and resources to develop a plan that ensures proper coverage, demonstrate your test case once, and allow automation platforms to run with it from there. Yeah, well, I, I think that question really really answers itself, doesn't it? Um, but I guess a question for you that some of our listeners might want to know, I mean, do you have any advice for a team putting together test scripts maybe for the first time? Yeah, if you're interested in starting to develop a test plan around releases, there's a feature release toolkit on community that I think would be a great place to start. And another great resource to, would be the test plan that you executed prior to go live. So that may not be completely applicable at this point, but it can be a good frame of reference. Yeah, that makes sense. And and now, once I have these scripts in hand, what happens next? Yeah, well, I'm, I hope you give us a call to help you automate it. 
But, um, but seriously, if, if you're using the Functionized platform, the next steps are pretty straightforward. As I mentioned previously, you can create test cases and process workflows at the speed of browsing. So truly, all you do is walk through the scenario once while the platform records every interaction. And you know, with that said, our automation services team specializes in helping you design and build test cases and processes to reduce administrative burden and provide sufficient validation coverage. So really, bottom line, we've seen countless client tenants, configurations, sustainment models, and we want you to leverage that context and expertise as you go through your automation journey. Got it. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for that. And now you spoke earlier a little bit about user experience testing. Can you talk us through what, what that looks like? Definitely. And this will give me an opportunity to talk a little bit about machine learning. All right. Great. Good stuff. So user experience testing is focused on what users can do and see in the system. And as such, UER is very UI focused. Now, maintaining consistent UER test cases over time can be difficult as SaaS UIs tend to change. So what really differentiates the Functionized platform is its ability to view a web page holistically as a human would. And how does it do that? So for every step in a test case or process you design, the platform identifies every element within the UI, whether or not you've chosen to use that as part of your test case or process. So for those elements, the system's collecting and analyzing between 200 and 400 attributes. So, you know, let's take a Workday page, rather complex, you might see something like 3,500 elements on a page. And that's everything, right? That's um, all the different names, locations, tabs, whatever you're seeing on the page could be considered an element. So let's say 3,500 elements and you have 100 steps in your process. At 200 to 400 attributes per element, that means the platform has gathered around 70 million data points. So keep in mind the platform is doing this for every execution, including when you originally recorded the process. And that gives the platform the ability to do two things that I think are super cool. And uh, which are what? Yeah, so first, if an element on the page changes location, color, shape, et cetera, the platform can actually self-heal to maintain the integrity of your test case or process without any manual intervention. Second, even with automation platforms, there'll always be some level of maintenance. However, because the way Functionize's platform leverages machine learning, you can quickly and easily edit and update your test cases directly from screenshots captured during past executions. Hmm. Interesting. And, and so what, what does that actually look like? Yeah. So rather than accessing Workday, getting the system to the correct step in your test or process, opening up your developer tools, carefully choosing the right selector to update your script, and then running that test case again until you validated that you've actually chosen the correct one, you can just interact directly with screenshot taken at the exact point in time where an update is needed. So it's taking a process that conservatively takes 10 minutes by a seasoned developer who you know will choose a good selector mm -hmm. to five to 10 seconds by anyone, and the quality is going to be the same across the board. Okay. And, uh, and how exactly is that useful? Yeah. So inevitably your workday tenant is going to change. Now that could be a change resulting from an intentional or unintentional configuration change or a UI or functionality change rolled out during one of the releases that we talked about. And when you originally trained the platform to perform a test or a process in your tenant, it was in a particular state. Now, 
If that baseline state changes, it stands to reason that performing the exact same steps will result in a different outcome. Got it. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, you know, if that change is gradual and it happens over time, the test case or the process will self-heal and the process will continue to run successfully. If the change is drastic, the test is going to fail. The platform will notify end users of the failure and call out exactly where the failure occurred. And one of the greatest things about Functionize is that when these failures do occur, you can view side-by-side -side comparisons of the screenshot from the original recording, the last execution, and the current execution. So what this does, it really helps shed light on exactly what changed and what updates are needed. Okay. So so the tool is really smart enough to sense that that kind of change. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And what I think is even better is that Functionize often suggests a proposed change based on the failure and how that failure relates to the last execution. So to give you a quick example, if the platform expected to find the string global modern services, but happens to find GMS in the same location, it'll suggest that the case be updated to verify the string GMS. And all you have to do is accept that suggestion and the case update automatically. All right, pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, again, though, I think the most impressive feature is the ability to view your executed cases and make updates by interacting with the data collected by the platform. And the time and the cost savings, you really can't overlook them. Many clients using the platform today are seeing around 80% productivity increases as it relates to testing and process automation. Wow, 80%. That's, uh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been incredibly impressed with the technology from day one. And one of the most exciting aspects is that the platform works on any graphical UI application. So if you need to automate end-to-end -end processes or tests that involve systems outside of Workday, Functionize can do it, as it's truly system agnostic tool. And we won't have time to, to talk about all of the bells and whistles, but the platform can also validate email, SMS, APIs, documents, and even local databases. Good to know. And you know, for our listeners, we talked to the Workday API on a previous episode. So if you have questions about what an API is, how it's used, uh, definitely jump back and give that a listen. Uh, but I, I want to go back. So, so Blake, you said something just now that that has my gears really turning. So, so functionize being system agnostic. So that means I can craft tests that maybe start in Workday and complete in another system. Yeah, that's right. So one of the capabilities we're really excited about is system-to-system -system reconciliation. Which is what exactly? Well, our clients often lack automated controls to check and balance system-to-system -system integration. So as an example, let's say I'm sending customer invoices from Workday to a third-party system. How can I be confident that the number of invoices and the dollar amount that left Workday is loaded successfully and accurately into that third-party system? Right. Well, I, I think most organizations use reporting, right, to, to reconcile each system. So basically comparing Workday to whatever system consume the Workday data. Yeah, sure. You, you can. Um, you know, however, you're still relying on a person to perform that reconciliation. So instead, why not incorporate reporting into your automation strategy? Functionize has the ability to reference reports and use report data as variables within tests and processes. Now, you could also go directly to the objects in the third-party system and ensure that the intended updates made it in as you would expect. So, you know, really, regardless of your approach, leveraging automation removes the burden from your people and improves the speed and the accuracy of the reconciliation. Okay, got it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, so are there any other use cases that, that you're excited about? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to see the impact that our automation services team and the Functionized platform can have on testing cycles during implementations. And I've personally seen how difficult that process can be and what a drain it can be on client resources. I've also talked with enough testing leads at our firm and know that it's not unheard of to see test scenarios marked as past that were not tested correctly, if at all. Yeah, uh, I hate to say that I've seen that myself more than once. Yeah, so you know, what can we do to resolve those problems? We work with our clients to identify as many automation candidates as possible to drastically reduce the LOE and the cost of deployment testing. And beyond that, any tests run through the Functionized platform are completely transparent. So what I mean by that is you definitively know if the test passed or failed, exactly where failures are occurring, and you can review each step of the test case exactly as it was and see exactly what was on the screen at every step of the process. Wow. Yeah, I, I can see how that, that could definitely be beneficial during deployment testing. Um, so I guess changing gears a little bit. So, you know, you and I, both have integration backgrounds. Uh, do you see any unique applications there? Yeah, I do, and great timing. So I recently worked with Functionize's product team to vet the platform's ability to perform validations against output files. And I'll give you a quick example of you know, what that looks like and what I think the use case there could be. So let's say you're testing an integration launched directly from a VP. Now, without automation, you'd have to process the VP until the integration step confirm the integration fired and ran successfully, and then manually audit the output file. Using Functionize, you can create a test case that automatically processes the VP for you, monitors the integration run for successful completion, and then validates the data you're looking for is in the output. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely see that saving time and headaches. Um, so let me ask you this. What, what does it actually look like to implement your automation services offering? Yeah, the actual implementation is very, very straightforward. So granting the platform access to a tenant only typically takes a few minutes. Every tenant is different, so we work with our clients to determine the best way to set up security for the platform. And the rationale there is we want the tests and processes to be as realistic as possible and account for specific user security permissions. So once we've connected Functionize to the tenant, our team identifies automation candidates, we develop an automation strategy, and ultimately, we'll build out that first suite of test cases or processes for you to help support that strategy. Now, the, um, the timeline for that process obviously can vary quite a bit from client to client, and it's going to be dependent upon their automation objectives. But once client's up and running, we provide ongoing support and guidance if you happen to need it. And if you're interested, our team will actually help certify you on the Functionized platform. Hmm. Well, so it sounds like your goal is to more or less work yourself out of a job. Is that fair? Yeah, to an extent. Um, Functionize's platform was designed to be super user-friendly and collaborative. The value of the partnership is the combination of their technology with our experience and expertise. And now there's this, this kind of prevailing fear out there right now that AI is going to replace people. And I'm absolutely not going to sit here and say that it isn't going to change the way that people work. But what I can say is that without people, AI really isn't all that impressive. So despite all these advancements that we've seen recently, AI doesn't have context, and it certainly doesn't have inherent system knowledge. So the technology has to be trained, and that's where we come in. We bring years of system knowledge and context to the table so that our clients can start seeing an impact from the platform right off the bat. 
and as certified Workday consultants and certified functionized deployment partners, our automation services team is the ideal resource to deploy and support the technology. So ultimately, when we do our job, clients could and should become self-sufficient. You know, that said, we know new challenges always have a way of popping up. So we're just an email or a phone call away. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so I, I think we'll need to end it there for this episode. Um, but Blake, my friend, thank you again for coming on the show today. Uh, as always, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. It would really mean the world if you like and subscribe to the show wherever you might have found our podcast. Um, Blake, just one last question for you. If any of our listeners are interested in learning more about Solution Architects Group and your automation services offering, where should they go? Yeah, if you'd like more information about our firm, you can find us on LinkedIn and at solutionarchitectsgroup.com. And please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly on LinkedIn, or you can catch me at Blake at solutionarchitectsgroup.com. And Peter, I want to thank you again for the opportunity to be on the show and a huge thank you to your audience for taking the time to listen. Absolutely. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next time.